Has infidelity impacted your marriage? Do you feel like you need guidance through recovery and rebuilding your marriage? Welcome to the Only You Forever podcast. If you want to build a thriving, passionate marriage, we've got the research, the truth, and the answers you've been looking for. And now, here are your hosts, Caleb and Verlinda Simone Gendel. Hey, everybody, this is episode number 120. We're going to be talking about infidelity and a new product that we have for sale. So, last week we talked about why you can't trust your spouse. It was a challenging episode, but I think it was a good one to do. It was challenging for us to do. Yeah, for sure. And we'd love to hear your feedback on that. You can always use the question at questions at onlyyouforever.com or shoot us your comments as well. If you missed that show, be sure to go back and grab it. Also, make sure you hit that subscribe button in your podcast player so you don't miss any future shows. Now, a few months ago, we ran a 15-day challenge and called the 15-Day Making Marriage Work Challenge. And we were absolutely stunned by the number of people going through that process who were dealing with betrayal in the form of an affair or infidelity, some kind of marital unfaithfulness. So we put out a survey. We found out that the preferred way to work through recovering from this was through a devotional or journal kind of format. And just for those that are listening, that may not be from a Christian background, a devotional is a book with daily scripture readings and encouragement, and it's created to help you grow as a Christian and learn about yourself and God. Mm -hmm. So we uh, kind of batted this idea around and what came out of this was this 30-day betrayal devotional. It's a set and we're going to talk about that. It's two. It's actually two booklets or books. I don't, I don't Devotionals. Know. Devotionals. I don't know what the right word is because it's a very unique product in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna, we're going to tell you about how it can help you if, if you're recovering from betrayal. Yeah. So question for you, Caleb. Mm-hmm. Why is it a set? Well, we made it a set because... This is something that both spouses need to go through at the same time. And so there's a his and a hers version you of this. You said this is something. So what is the this? Sorry, the process of recovery. Okay. Yeah. So it's not like, you know, the wife just needs to grieve and get over it. Mm-hmm. Or kind of get back on her feet. But really, both spouses, to properly recover from infidelity, they both need to go through a process of recovery and healing. Mm-hmm. And so with that in mind... You know, one of the things that I wanted to do was to sit down and create something that addressed both sides of this issue when it comes into a marriage, both the person who has been betrayed and the betrayer mm-hmm. and to help them both through, you know, they do actually, even though it's the same marriage and their, their, you know, their life is now circling the same landmark event, they do have a slightly, well, they have quite a different pathway that they need to go through in terms of recovery mm-hmm. after this. Yeah. Do you know what I love about these though, Caleb, as I was reading through them? is how complementary they are. Yeah, so day by day, you know, as like on day five, I don't necessarily remember what's on day five right <laughs> at the moment, but yeah. the day five for both spouses, it's each perspective of the betrayer and the betrayed, but they're working on the same topic, same issue, mm-hmm. so that they're able to work together at the same time. So even though it is a different pathway, we're helping you to realign as a couple as well. Yeah, like, I don't know if it's the same day that you're thinking of, but one of them is like the betrayed spouse or the wife is trying to, or you're teaching her how to discuss her feelings and how to come mm-hmm. up with her feelings and mm-hmm. and reveal them. I can't even think of the word, but then yeah. the same day, the his journal is teaching him how to respond to that as well, to those feelings. And so they're very complimentary. I think that's really neat. Yeah. Yeah. So can you give us a little 
uh, like blip into what they are? What do they look like? What do they look like? Well, they're both, uh, they're both full color. Uh, journals printed on very high quality paper. They're wire bound, so they lay flat. And when you open these things up, what happens is the devotional part is on the left side and the part where it, which it's more of a workbook for the guy's side and it's more of a journal for the lady's side, just kind of, we thought there might be a little preferential difference there. Mm-hmm. And so you're kind of, you have everything sort of right in front of when you open these up day by day and you're reading through this. There's a scripture reading and there's also the clinical process that it's taking you through as well. Mm-hmm. And you're sitting down and you're really working through this as a self-help tool, as a reflective tool, and as like there's some prayer guidance and things like that as well. Okay. So you just, oh, I can't even remember the word you, you just used, but clinical, use the word clinical. Yeah. So is this a clinical thing? Yeah. So I guess it's a lot like our podcast in terms of like there's scripture involvement. It comes out of a Christian worldview, but at the same time, I've adapted a clinical process that is proven and that thousands of couples have been through. Mm-hmm. and is known to help people move through the stages of recovery so that they can overcome this huge challenge that's come into their lives and create something better and stronger than they had before. So it does have that very uh, sort of careful blend that we try to bring to the podcast of of it's it's Christian, but it's also kind of a research-backed, you know, this, this works yeah. in real life too. It's not just kind of woo-woo, Mm-hmm. Here, have a few Christian platitudes and let's make you feel better kind of thing. It's actually a genuine proven pathway. Okay. So to recover from an affair, you need more than just platitudes. I think so. I mean, I'm sure there's maybe there's some people that have gotten over an affair with that. But, mm-hmm. you know, what we, what I look for when I'm working with a couple and they're trying to rebuild from an affair is not just to bandy up some emotions and give people like a nice little pat on the back and make them feel better, but to actually work through understanding the why of the affair, how it came to be a part of their marriage. Mm-hmm. And that's part of what this work does in this, in these devotionals is you, is you make meaning of, of this. Now that this has come into your life, into your world, there's just that whole process that we need to go through. We're making sense of something and we start to see that, you know, there's divine purpose in this and that purpose is pointed towards, you know, restructuring our marriage and recreating it into something that's new and stronger. Mm-hmm. And I would, like, my goal is for it to be better for couples to come from this with a stronger marriage than what they had before the affair began. Yes. Right? Yes. So I think they can kind of be broken into thirds, you mentioned, like the first 10 days yeah. deal with like the facts. That's right. And the feelings. Yeah. Okay. And then what do you move to? So there is quite a bit to process around those facts and the feelings and mm-hmm. those kinds of things and understand that. So we do take the time to go through that. But then the next 10 days really neat, really getting my words waxed. Mm-hmm. The next 10 days really deals with the why of the affair, the meaning making part of this. Okay. And it's, I think it's probably a very touching part of the process too, where you go deep with root causes in order to find healing. And, and it's really set out with the goal to help couples answer this question why like why did we find ourselves here how did we get to this place yeah and what can we turn this into so by the end of that you know i'm you're not gonna like that the affair happened ever no but and you're not gonna like the pain it caused but you should be able to see that there's some hope and there's there's a process there's a purpose that is going on here and that god is going to turn your grief and pain into blessing and recovery that's the point of that that middle section okay and then the last 10 days really takes you through the decisions to forgive and reconcile, which is quite a process as well. 
And do you want to do it? Ask that question. And if yes, then it becomes about walking you through that as well, because it is a very tough process to go through with grace and, and it's very difficult to get through that without any guidance because there's just so much emotion around the betrayal of this order. Yeah, when you hurt so bad, it's hard yeah. to see clearly. Yeah. That's true. So it's, I don't know if we said that explicitly, but it is a 30-day journal. Both of these journals, uh, devotionals are 30-day devotionals. Yeah. And uh, so it's kind of 10 days, 10 days, 10 days. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned, like, obviously you'd never recommend an affair to right. catalyze growth or transformation. Right. But working with couples in the past. Yeah. Have you seen this transformation? Yeah. So, you know, sometimes you will hear a couple say, and it just seems insane to hear this from the outside, that they're actually thankful for the affair. Wow. And to me, you know, I don't know if I would ever have the courage or the wisdom to be able to say that. But when I hear people say that, they're talking about, they realize that this has awakened them to things that they were missing in their marriage. And, mm-hmm. and because this great big reset button got pushed. Mm -hmm. Um, It did give them a chance through all the broken pieces to pick something up and then build something new that was better than before. Okay. Yeah. So you can take that. So that's the goal. Heartbreaking thing. Yes. Event. Yes. And that, that is my goal for people that this is not, you know, this should not be a crippling event in your marriage. It doesn't have to be the end. Yes. It should be a renewing event. I struggle with, like the way we're talking, it sounds like it was almost no big deal and we're going to turn it into something transformational and almost sounding like this affair isn't a positive thing when in fact it's like heartbreaking. Yeah. And so that that part never, you know, the sadness of and the devastation and the heartbreaking aspects of an affair are never minimized or played down and I don't minimize them in the journal. Okay. And that's where I say I don't do the mamby-pamby kind of platitude thing with yeah. this. So we, you know, we definitely acknowledge, and there's quite a bit of work in here. You, you know, we explicitly address the trauma on the wife mm-hmm. of discovering the affair mm-hmm. and the profound grief and shock that comes from mm-hmm. these things. And, and yet, you know, working from a Christian worldview, you know, one of the strongest themes of Christianity is redemption and redemption always comes against the background of brokenness and sin. And it comes through the cross, which is a story of profound suffering and woe. But look at the glory and the blessing that follows, right? And we, okay. what I, my goal is that this, these devotionals would be a redemptive catalyst in the lives of people that are recovering from an affair. Mm-hmm. That's good. So like these, you call them a self-help tool, right? Because they're working yeah. through it on their own. They're helping themselves. Does the, the transformation depend on their work? Like, I don't think you can just mamby-pamby through this devotional and at the end of it, expect this great transformation in an awesome marriage. Yeah, you, you get out what you put into it. Yeah. Absolutely. So if you want to yeah. write, scratch a few answers in each page and kind of check the box that I did my devotional today and you're not sincerely committed to the process, mm-hmm. then you're not going to receive the same amount of benefit as a person who's totally committed and is just raw and open before God and praying that this would help lead them to be transformational. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So by the end of this, okay, we've done our work for 30 days. Yes. What can I hope to have out of this? Yes. So when I set out to do this, my goal for the betrayed spouse, as uh, they're working through their devotional, is that by the end of it, they would have made sense of why the affair happened, would have had 
time to an opportunity and space to process the grief and trauma of the betrayal, Mm -hmm. uh, would have understood how to begin trusting again and sort of managing their own expectations around that. Mm -hmm. And by the way, we also manage the betrayer's expectations around that too, Mm -hmm. through this, this work. I also would hope that they would have learned how to forgive and reconcile and also given themselves again the space and time to realize that that's a process yeah, and not just a box to check. And then also move them towards a fair proofing their marriage, right? So that there's some sense of safety for the future mm-hmm. as well. Well, I think that's so neat because like you want to make it a better place and a safer place, not just go back to the way it was before the affair. Right, right. I guess that's where the transformation comes in that you're talking about. Yes, yeah, it's more than healing a wound. It's transformation that we're, mm-hmm, we're going mm-hmm. for here, right? Yeah. And then on the betraying spouse side, my goals uh, were that the betrayer, and I'm, you know, we, we phrase this as a his and hers. So the his is written for the betrayer. Yeah. Uh, but you can take the, the gender pronouns and switch them. So if in your marriage, the wife has betrayed the husband. Switch journals. Uh, just switch journals and keep going through them and, and mentally switch the pronouns in your head, right? Okay. So the, for the betraying spouse would have learned to support their spouse properly through the recovery from the betrayal. So often I see, and I'm just going to use guys for stereotyping here, but often I see guys doing a pretty poor job of supporting their spouse during a betrayal, especially at the start where they're, I think they're trying to protect their spouse from the hurt by minimizing what happened. And it's exactly mm-hmm. the opposite of what the spouse needs. Mm-hmm. And, and they don't realize this and they need to be told this. And that's what we're doing in these devotionals. Okay. And he would have also learned how to begin earning her trust again and also learned how to begin making amends for the infidelity. What do you mean by that? Just, it's just the sense of how to begin making it right again and communicating in a real way that you can be a safe person. And oh, that, okay. So that when she's ready to trust, you're exhibiting trustworthy behaviors. Okay. And okay. again, I'm working on his side toward air proofing the marriage. So really for him, having him stop and take the time to understand why he got into this affair and what he was looking for, and then taking okay. that to a healthier place as well. Okay. Not just the, oh, I'm not going to do that again. Yeah. Yeah. So who who is this for then? Like, obviously, if there's been an affair in a marriage. Yeah. Right. So, and that that's a good question to ask because it's not for everyone. If it's for couples recovering from affairs and infidelity, it's ideal if both of them can do the devotionals. Mm-hmm. And what if one can't? Is it worth doing it on your own? I think that you will still find help in it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. On either side, there's enough there. You just won't have as much of the interactive part and being able to work through this together with each other, but you can still take yourself through a process because you, the only thing you can control and manage is yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And there's still plenty of resource here for that situation, yeah. but it is ideally for the couple to go through as well. Okay. Like I said earlier, if it can go, just switch the pronouns, it can go either way. It, it might be good to say who it's not intended for. Yeah. And it's not intended for couples recovering from a sexual addiction or pornography addiction issue where that's come into the marriage. Oh. Uh, and the reason is in the context of an affair, as we look into the marriage, we're kind of looking, um, this is me speaking clinically here, but I'm looking at it systemically to see, you know, how was this a possibility within the context of this relationship? Okay. Whereas an addiction, like what I've referred to, is more often brought to the marriage and is really, you mm-hmm. know, how is this a possibility within this individual because unless in most cases that I have known the wife is not supporting or or in a codependent way enabling a sexual or pornography addiction 
Okay. Like usually it's it's a quite a brutal discovery and then they need a resource. Okay. And up until that point it's secret. So there's a very there's a there's a nuanced approach that's required there that won't work. Okay. If this is your situation and we okay. do I do hope to actually I'd like to create that product next but it, it's not there. Okay. And also Verlin as I've said elsewhere in our podcast if you're in an abusive marriage and your spouse is abusive in any way towards you uh, you don't want to engage in any process that makes you more vulnerable which this would do your first step is to find safety so it's not for okay. for that situation as all well. but if you know affairs take all shapes and forms if it's an emotional affair or a physical affair Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's a coworker or a random person, uh, whether you feel like you were at fault or not, or what the situation might be. So the variety of contexts that an affair or an infidelity might involve, this will work and help still. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the other thing I should mention is that after you purchase the devotional, you're also given an opportunity to jump on a and a session with myself. Not right away when you purchase it, but it's it'll come up in the next few weeks. Okay, okay. And that just gives you a chance to get time to ask questions and hear others asking their questions. And I think that'll be a huge resource for people too, just because, you know, we often feel that our situation is unique or different and that gives you access to me so that you can ask those questions that are particular to your situation and I can tell you how to use the journal best to, to guide yourself through it. Oh, the devotionals, okay. Yeah. okay, that's neat. So Caleb... Yes. We talked about this question before. Is this something you'd sell your mom? Well, <laughs> that's good. And you and I talked about that because I heard that on, I think it was on a podcast and the guy was talking about, you know, if you're going to produce a product and sell it, it better be good enough that you'd be happy if your mom bought it. And I would have to say that, you know, if, and I hope she never does, but if my mom found herself in this situation, I'd be like, mom, you have to go through these devotionals together. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So I am very pleased with how they turn out very pleased with the quality of the printing like when you get these um they're very well done um and they serve very well the purpose of of acting as an interactive guide through this process mm-hmm. yeah you've mentioned the paper a few times and i must admit that i think they could be pay, you know printed on scrap paper oh really and i think they're still incredibly valuable yeah, like the content the, is valuable. It's the but content the content that's valuable. I always like the feel of something too. I agree with you. I like agree with I'm you that the content has the content has to be better than that. And has raw pain. Like yeah. I'm glad you're proud of how other. well they're printed, but really, <laughs> Caleb, really, it's the content. It is. But our designer did a beautiful job on them. Yes. She really did. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That we can agree on that part. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So how do you get these, Caleb? Uh, if you'd like to purchase these devotionals, just open your browser to oif.link slash 120. That's, this is episode 120. Okay. And, and that's a short link that'll take you straight to, the, uh, to where you can uh, buy them. And right now we're shipping these by USPS Priority Mail. So if you're in the lower USA, so far we're shipping them out the next day and you'll have them within one to three business days. You can get going right away. Yeah. And uh, we also have... The option of joining a private is actually called a secret Facebook group for guys and a secret one for gals. And you can join that for mutual support and encouragement. So if you'd like to get in somewhere where there's a little bit of support and others are going through the same process of recovery, that's included in the purchase as well. Oh, okay. So okay. all you need to do is just to pick up your copy is go to oyf.link slash 120. Just enter that in your web browser in Safari on your phone or on your computer. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're just starting to market these for Linda, as you've seen. And so far, we've had a very strong response. Mm-hmm. It does look like we're going to have some trouble keeping them in stock. So make sure you purchase right away if you are interested. Yeah. So remember, if you have any questions about this or anything else, you can always shoot us a note at questions 
at onlyyouforever.com. Yes. All right, let's wrap this baby up. All righty. Huge thank you again to a reviewer on iTunes. Yeah. Great podcast with valuable content. Five stars. Would you like to say the name, Caleb? Uh, I was, I think they just kind of pounded the keyboard. Dehi. <laughs> I think that's pretty close. <laughs> Let us know if we didn't pronounce that right. <laughs> Who says, I've been listening to this podcast for a while and I've just gotten through all of the past episodes. It offers an amazing amount of valuable content for free. Each episode is well thought out, research-based and presented in a coherent and organized way that is easy to follow and benefit from. They also offer helpful content and worksheets to go along with each topic that are worth checking out. The couple hosts are likable and fun to listen to with great chemistry. We have great chemistry, honey. Yeah, we do. Thanks for the review, Jifidahi. I think you said it different than the first time. <laughs> so next week, we're going to get back to our regular programming, and we're talking about what if you've been bottling stuff up in your marriage, and you kind of have this backlog of issues that you need to sort through, and we'll help you come back to that and figure out a plan. Sounds good. So that's all for today's episode. Thanks for listening to us present this new product. We're very excited about these devotionals and we've been praying and will continue to pray that they'll be a blessing to many. Thanks and see you next week. Thank you for listening to the OnlyYouForever.com podcast. Please help us reach and influence a wider audience by rating and reviewing our podcast at OnlyYouForever.com slash love. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week.